New Year's resolutions fail us time and time again. It's because we set unrealistic goals for ourselves, which aren't sustainable for our busy lives as mums. And so we've usually given up on them by mid-January. It's why I've called BS on them. Hi guys, Wendy here. Welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Career Mums podcast. Your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for thriving with your healthy habits, especially in the midst of the crazy mum juggle. I get that you're busy and that taking time for you is not always easy, but I'm here to help. So let's jump in. So hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast. I'm so delighted to have you here. And this is actually our final episode of season one for the podcast. And I'm just so grateful for all of your incredible support, your reviews, your ratings, all the lovely shares on social media. It really has made me a very, very happy lady. And I'm just so grateful to you as we close out 2021, which has been another busy, weird, strange, crazy, turbulent year. Hasn't it just? I mean, I know we all keep saying, oh, I'm so glad to see the back of that year. And then we go into another year where things just seem to get crazier again. So I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to tiptoe quietly <laughs> into 2022, which is actually my 40th birthday year of celebrations. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on, being a healthy, thriving, best version of me, Wendy Griffith. <laughs> so let's get stuck in to today's juicy topic. And it's one that oh, just is really a bugbear of mine at this time of year, when our social media becomes absolutely flooded, where it's coming at you with every email, every angle, and it's this whole new year, you need a new you and this whole thing. And I just can't bear it. Because as you know, I totally advocate for sustainable, healthy habits to see you through your life where every day you're getting that better version of yourself than you were yesterday. It's not about needing a whole new you. It's about creating two to three healthier habits, which is why I hate that whole message at this time of year. So as a busy mom, I want healthy lifestyle habits that will be sustainable and be easy for me to implement into my life. Habits that don't add to the overwhelm and busyness of mom life, but help create time and calm through consistency. It's why I mentor busy mums to aim for two to three healthier habits that serve your lifestyle and that give you energy and a healthy body and mind, most importantly, to support you in achieving what you want for your life. Not what you think you should be or have or do or all the shitting on yourself that we do as mums. But unfortunately, the new year always brings about a barrage of info that pushes us towards fast solutions and it plays right into our insecurities and that sort of diet culture that infiltrates our everyday and it really makes my blood boil. And so I'm also calling BS on diets too, by the way. (laughs) I don't want to diet. I spent far too many wasted years doing these and diets for weight loss are often filled with deprivation and lead us to wanting what we've eliminated and negative self-talk and poor self-esteem. And really, we've just got to ask ourselves, for example, if we want to lose weight, why is that? Like, what is it that we want from that weight loss? And it's often the confidence and the self-esteem that we build through doing that. So I really advocate for healthy lifestyle, positive body image, and healthy habits, which give you a health-filled life. Not one where in December 2022, you're sitting there going, oh, I've got to go on another diet again so I can just getting out of that vicious cycle. So this is why in today's episode, I wanted to give you 12 ways to 
to implement more health into your life right now. Things that us mums can do and actually have the headspace and time for. So I suggest testing out two to three of these ways to see what you can reasonably add to your life now and see what effect it has on your mind and body. So I'm really excited for you to be joining me on a new habits resolution for 2022. And being the healthiest version of you is really the best gift you could give to you and the ones that you love the most. And just as an example of this, so often people would maybe say starting the year with a goal of say, I want to lose weight or I want to get fit and healthy. And again, that's your brain doesn't really know what to do with that. It's too obscure. It's too big. It's too oh, overwhelming. So say it is that you want to lose weight. Well, you know, to do that, you're going to need to eat better, move more. And again, even that can seem so overwhelming to some. So here's a tip. If you focus on a healthy breakfast, you've changed one third of the way that you eat. Isn't that so much more effective in the long term than any short-term diets? And that is why it all comes down to habits. So let's get started. Habit number one, or idea number one that I wanted to give you today, and some of these are not going to be new to you, but they might just be those little reminders that you think, huh, actually, I have let that slip. Maybe I do need to focus back on that again for the year ahead. So number one is water. Now, I'm definitely not telling you anything new. Our body's cells need water to thrive, at least two liters a day. I personally aim for three liters, but it's not a competition. I just love water. I love to drink it. And if you're someone maybe who doesn't love drinking water, you can also eat your water by filling your plate with lots of water-dense foods like cucumber, watermelon, carrots, broccoli, tomatoes, apples, or make soups or broths because that's hydration. And aim to drink a glass of water first thing in the morning to rehydrate yourself after you've slept. One of the things I love to do in the morning is have a hot water with some lemon and ginger in it, especially in the winter months here in the UK. And that's just such a great way to give your body that great start to the day. It's so good for your gut health and great to just give a lovely morning cleanse to really set you up for the day. You can even pop some honey in there or something just to give it a little sweet kick or something just to really give it a zing or some chili or some ginger or turmeric, all sorts of things. Number two is protein. Protein is king, especially first thing in the morning. When you eat sugary cereals in the morning or start your day with high sugar foods, your blood sugar spikes and the crash leads to craving more high sugar foods and even overeating. So an average sedentary woman should have a minimum of 46 grams of protein per day. So an egg contains approximately six grams, just to give you an idea there. So I love an egg with some fresh avocado and tomato. So I've got the water dense plus the protein. Or if you're not a fan of breakfast or you push for time, like most busy mums, I love a protein breakfast smoothie. So I personally use my Arbon vegan protein, which one serving is 20 grams of protein, along with adding fruits or vegetables. And this is another way to drink more water and it's light on the digestive system. So I like to ease myself into the day and make digestion for my body easy. And the protein also helps keep me fuller for longer. So find I'm not snacking mid-morning and reaching for the biscuits or wanting to have those high sugary foods. So protein really is king. And there's all sorts of other ways that I use it. I put protein into some of my oat porridge, or you can make smoothie bowls, or you can make protein pancakes. There's all sorts of incredible ideas that you can use. And you can get these all in my recipe book of my Healthy Habits Toolkit. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Tip number three is gut health. 
Now, I did a whole episode about this already, so you can go back and look at that. And if you haven't already listened to that, I highly recommend it's how to get more energy and it's looking at gut health. I am obsessed with gut health. It's one of my fave health topics for anyone who knows me. I know it's not super sexy, but honestly, it is so important. And just as a little refresher of that episode, if you didn't happen to catch it yet, gut health refers to the balance of the microorganisms that live in the digestive tract. So looking after the health of the gut and maintaining the right balance of these microorganisms is vital for physical and mental health, immunity, and so much more. So to support your gut health, I recommend eating lots of vegetables, legumes, beans and fruit. They're also the best source for a healthy gut. Also eating fermented foods such as kimchi and sauerkraut and kefir and kombucha because they are rich in lactobacilli, a type of bacteria that can benefit your gut health. And eating prebiotic foods that promote the growth of beneficial microbes in the gut. So many fruits and vegetables and whole grains contain prebiotics. And then finally, you could take a supplement. I take a gut health supplement every day, which is a pre and probiotic, which is really beneficial to supporting that balance of my microbiome, my gut health, and just giving it a big hug and just looking after it and just giving it everything that it needs. And collagen is also beneficial to gut health because it contains large amounts of amino acids, glycine, glutamine, and proline, which can be beneficial to the intestinal tract as well as the stomach. So foods that are rich in collagen are things like fish, chicken, egg whites, citrus fruits, berries, red and yellow vegetables, and garlic. So something I do every morning, which you may have seen on my reels or social media, is my daily green gut shot. And I love this, what I call a glow-up drink, which contains my digestive gut health supplements, a collagen builder, a scoop of greens, which has got lots of antioxidants and phytonutrients and fiber in it, and a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, which is great for gut health. So I mix this all up in a glass of water and drink it back. So I'm getting my hydration and my gut health in one quick time-saving, easy solution for me as a busy mom. So that's huge fan of that. Tip number four is to enjoy your food. As busy moms, we are so often rushing around that we rarely sit down and stop to eat and enjoy our food. And our tummies and our brains don't even have time to register that our body has been fed. And we're far too often on autopilot, eating at our desks or even standing up to eat. And we just don't stop and savor the moment with our food. And really and truly, you deserve that as a minimum. So give yourself the gift of that in 2022. Allow the food you're eating to nourish your body and let yourself enjoy eating it. So it takes 20 minutes for your brain to signal to your body that you're full. So if you've gobbled your food in five minutes, you could be completely overeating without even realizing it. So being more mindful with your eating for this year is something I would highly recommend. Number five is cook smart. So when you cook, aim to cook extra. So this allows for the leftover lunch the following day, healthy snacks like pan-roasted veg in the fridge for nibbles or leftovers that can be frozen and pulled up for a quick reheat and enjoyed again. I never cook enough for only one meal because when I cook surplus, I spend less time in the kitchen. I also eat better because I'm not scrounging for food when I'm hungry. And I'm such a firm believer in batch cooking. And I go into a lot more detail on this in my meal planning episode. So that's episode number seven, if you haven't already. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Have a listen and download my free meal planner resource and get yourself organized for the new year. And really, it's about progress over perfection. I only meal plan about three to four days in advance. So it's not like you have to be this 
perfectly organized super mom who does a week at a time and shops for everything perfectly. It's just about having that guide to help you make better choices. So tip number six is fat. (laughs) Okay. Fat isn't bad and it isn't the enemy if it's good fat. In fact, we need healthy fats. They provide energy, support cell growth, protect organs, and keep your body warm. Add the good stuff to your diet, like avocado, olive oil to your diet. These fats also help satiate and bring flavor to our meals, which help reduce cravings because your meals are more balanced. So aim to eat oily fish like salmon or mackerel once a week. It's packed with omega-3 fatty acids, protein, and minerals. And one of my favorite go-to dinners, and I've actually got a YouTube video on how to make this. It's actually from our cooking show that my husband, my daughter, and I did last January, which was so, so popular. And I was really tempted to bring it back. Maybe if I enough peer pressure, I might. <laughs> but my pesto salmon with crispy potatoes is my 20-minute dinner. So these, my cooking show was all around 20-minute dinners. And I did them live to show you with a four-year-old there distracting me and a husband, how we made our dinners in the kitchen with the chaos in 20 minutes. And we made these healthy dinners. So have a look at my pesto salmon with crispy potatoes. I'll link to it in the show notes and you can check out some of my other healthy dinner options. But all of these, as I say, these recipes are my healthy habits toolkit. Tip number seven, dairy. So dairy gets a bit of a bad rap nowadays. It isn't bad, but often has a high saturated fat content, which we want to have in moderation. So it can also often disagree with us. I know it does with me. I know when I eat a lot of dairy, I feel very sluggish, tired, and bloated, but you may be fine with dairy. And that's because it's quite, you know, if it doesn't agree with you, it could be quite aggravating on the gut. And as it is quite a dense food, it takes quite a lot of energy for your body to digest. So smaller amounts is generally better for your body. And cutting dairy out for a period of 30 days will really help you see how you respond to it. So doing that elimination of it. And I know that when I do my nutrition reset, like I do every January, May and October, usually or when I do it, I cut out dairy for a full month. And oh my goodness, the benefit that I feel, the the reduced bloating, it's just something that doesn't agree with me. But as I say, you might be fine with it. But if you are someone who's prone to bloating or struggling with your skin reacting, things like that, it's just it's often a good one to just cut out for 30 days and see how you get on. And nowadays, there's so many great dairy-free alternatives. I mean, I have oat milk most days and this oh, there's so many great products out there now that are dairy-free. It really is so easy to cut it out for 30 days and see how you feel. So tip number eight is fiber. So most of us need to eat more fiber in our diet. So eating plenty of fiber is associated with a lower risk, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and bowel cancer. And foods that are high in fiber are things like brown rice and whole wheat pasta, whole grain bread and oats, barley and rye, fruits such as berries, pears, melon, oranges, vegetables such as broccoli, carrots, sweet corn, peas, beans, pulses, nuts and seeds, and potatoes with skin. So one of the things that I also do is I use a gut health fiber supplement, which is a product I use from Arbonne, which has got 12 grams of fiber. So nearly half the daily requirement in one scoop. And it's derived from grains and fruits and vegetables. And this flavorless, soluble fiber can be added to all foods and beverages. And I put it in my morning breakfast smoothies just to really increase that density. And also just, you know, to keep things regular, to keep me feeling fuller for longer and all the good stuff associated with fiber. 
The one thing I would say is that when you do increase your fiber is to make sure that you're increasing your water intake because what you don't want is to become blocked up then from having too much fiber. You want to make sure that you're drinking more because that's just sometimes a side effect. So tip number nine is time. Be aware of the times that you eat. So we're all a bit different. We all have different schedules in the day, but some of us like a good three meals a day and don't snack. That's usually me. Others like snacking and some like doing intermittent fasting. There's all sorts of different ways. But whatever your thing is, there is a pretty universal piece of advice, which is to aim to give your body a good 12-hour break from your last meal for digesting. So if you eat dinner at, say, 7 p.m., aim not to have your breakfast before 7 a.m. the next day. Because when you eat late at night, your body is digesting food while you're sleeping instead of doing the other important jobs it needs to do, like producing hormones or creating long-term memories or repairing cells and decreasing your cortisol, your stress hormone, to mention just a few things. So it's giving your body that maximum turnaround time to really start to A, digest your food, break it down, but then also give your body that opportunity to repair itself. So be mindful of that 12-hour break from your last meal to your first meal that you have the next day. Tip number 10 is to eat. (laughs) It's important to eat enough food, which is why I hate diets (laughs) because of the deprivation. You would probably be surprised how much food your body wants and needs when you're giving it the good stuff. Like People can't believe the amount of food that I eat. But when you're focused on eating the right things and eating regular meals and a balanced diet, which gives your body all the fuel and energy and balance it needs, Honestly, your energy just soars. It just goes through the roof. And if you allow yourself to eat when you're hungry and before you're starving, you are more likely to eat in moderation and reach for foods that nourish you. So when you reach for dense and highly saturated foods, your body has to work harder to digest them. And they tend to leave you craving for more and makes you tired and sluggish. So dense foods can also lead to overeating and it makes it more difficult to listen to your body's hunger and full cues. So it's just something to be really mindful of is is eating to enjoy your food, being mindful of eating your food, and then also the type of food that you're eating, but making sure that you're eating it at the right point before you reach that starvation point. And then you're just like, give me all the stuff in the fridge. So tip number 11 is sugar. Really and truly, I am the sugar police when, oh, I just, I wish that society did more to talk about the effects and the detrimental health effects on sugar. And this is the the only one of the tips that I'm really going to jump on my soapbox about this and, you know, what sugar actually does to our body and what it does to our children's growing brains. And honestly, it it stimulates it. I've, I've seen these images where people that are ingesting cocaine and being given sugar and how the brain is reacting in exactly the same way is absolutely scary. You can Google it. It's public information available. And I just think, goodness, like sugar is found very deep in so many things, especially in processed food. And that's why really when you're wanting to be eating, and especially when we do our nutrition reset, we're focusing on eating clean whole foods as best we can cook from scratch, because that's when we know that what is going into it. It's when it's been prepackaged or pre-made that you can't control how much salt and how much sugar and how much excess stuff has gone into that food. So aim to reduce the amount of added sugar to your diet. So Otherwise, you're on this constant roller coaster for your next fix. You know, sugar is just as powerful as a drug that you can become addicted to. And sugar is 
all too often added to so many of our foods that we are silently consuming in large amounts. So reduce and remove sugar from your drinks like tea or coffee and be mindful of the amount of sugar you are eating and drinking in other items like convenience foods and jars of sauces and things like that. And it's just so scary when you actually start to learn about the different names for sugar and what they disguised under. So you're looking for the the word sugar, but actually there's so many crafty little ways that they can disguise it, the food manufacturers. So think about healthier source of natural sugar is fruit, for example, and this can help curve sugar cravings that you might have, or you might use a little bit of honey to sweeten or a little bit of stevia. I know that Arbonne use so much naturally based sugars like plant sugars, stevias, things like that in our supplements because sugar is not bad for you. Like our body needs sugar for our brains to work and for energy and all that kind of thing, but it's the right kind of sugars. And it's just being mindful that you might think, oh, the obvious sugars like eating a bar of chocolate or something like that, but actually it's all the hidden sugars that are so dangerous in the long term compounded over time. Which leads me on to the final tip, which is alcohol. Now, you may have consumed a fair amount of this. I have certainly enjoyed a few Baileys, GNTs, and red wine over the Christmas period. And I'm not saying give up drinking. However, it's definitely something we need to be consuming in moderation. So not only is alcohol devoid of proteins, minerals, and vitamins, it actually inhibits the absorption and the usage of vital nutrients such as thiamine, so vitamin B1, vitamin B12, that's the energy, folic acid, and zinc. And it also dehydrates your skin. So think wrinkles and how those can become so much more deep set if you are somebody who drinks a lot. Also, alcohol contains a lot, and I mean a lot of sugar. And we've already talked about why that can be a tricky thing. So I've saved the ones that are probably the hardest to hear for last, just because I know that it is difficult when we've got certain ways around doing things. But really, my hope is that those 12 tips or ideas that I've given you are really going to encourage you in 2022 to be a healthier version of you. As I say, the only person that we need to compete against is the person that we were yesterday. So think about what are those two to three healthier habits or two to three tips that you can start with? Because the worst thing that we can do is try to boil the ocean thinking we need a new you and the new year and all that stuff that we overwhelm ourselves with. So if you would like a reminder of today's 12 top tips, well, I have a little present for you to take you into 2022. And that is that you can go to the link in my show notes and download this document all typed up beautifully with pretty pictures and links to all the things I've mentioned, like my meal planner and the podcast episodes that will help you and the cooking the dinners and all sorts of lovely things. So it's just all in one easy place for you. So go ahead, click on the link, get this. I'll also be talking about it on social media a lot over this period, just to really encourage people to really break it down in its simplest form. So let me know what you think of the 12 ways to be healthy guide. And I hope that that is my gift to you as we close out season one of the Healthy and Thriving Career Months podcast. And I just wanted to give this gift to you to say thank you so much for all your support this side of the year. And I'm so excited to be back with you later in 2022 with season two. And don't worry, we'll still be around. You'll still be having lots of content from me. And you can go back and re-listen to the episodes because I think sometimes when you listen back, you might take something different that you didn't hear the first time. 
But as always, please, I'm so grateful for all of your ratings, reviews, sharing this with your family and friends, sharing this 12 ways to be healthier. Let's start a revolution, a new habits resolution, and let's kick the diets and all that BS to the curb. And let's go into 2022 controlling what we can. And that is those sustainable, healthier habits for our futures. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I am so excited to support you on your healthy living journey in 2022. Dear Diet, it's not me, it's you. I just don't think it's going to work between us. You're boring, you're tasteless, and I can't stop cheating on you. I don't know about you, but I hate all the diet, diet, diet and New Year's resolutions talk at this time of year. Because 80% of New Year's resolutions fail. Why on earth would we even start? But I'm here to tell you, you don't need a new you in 2022. You just need two to three healthier habits that will serve you in your life. But if you're anything like me and you like support and accountability, then why not consider my Healthy Habits Reset, which starts on Monday, the 3rd of Jan. This is a healthy, supportive environment where we will teach you how to use food for fuel and for energy and a program that helps you in resetting your body with clean eating and mindful habits, giving you what your body, what it needs and eliminating the things that it doesn't. So if you're someone who is wanting to improve your health, you'd like to improve your eating habits, boost your energy, identify food sensitivities, or you're ready to find a weight management system without a diet, then this could be for you. So I'll link to this in the show notes and we would love to see you getting started with us on Monday, the 3rd of January.